0: Celebrating the world's best dabs. Son, this is whiskey. Try some. Okay, thanks, Dad. What are you doing? Another uh, honey. Sure, Dad may forget birthdays, graduations, even your fourth grade piano recital. But he'll never forget to tell
1: you You're doing that wrong. No, I'm not, Dad. Yes, you are. everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dadcast. What is happening, man? I am your host, JP. Joining us, as always, is the uh, not so bald these days, Nick Martin. How are you, sir?
0: What's up? I know I got to get a razor out and fix this bad
1: boy. <laughs> <How's it> going <laughs> Good, man. Good, good to have you on as always. Uh, well, not have you on, you're, you're a co-host. You kind of, you know, I, yeah, I you're right. founded you're, the your <laughs> son is the CEO of the Dadcast. Uh, <laughs> cast. Exactly. We are joined today by our very special guest. He has appeared on not only the voice in America. He's been on the voice in well South America Latino somewhere down there. He is an editorial photographer at the likes of Maxim Magazine. He is a musician. He is a rock star. He is and most importantly a dad around these parts. Welcome to Dadcast, Manny Cabo. How are you, sir? Well, it's a, it's a lot of fanfare for a ball guy. I got to tell you, but yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> great being here. Thank you,
2: guys. I'm I'm really humbled that when you uh, when you guys call me beyond your it's just a small world, uh, you know. To the story that we talked about, you guys just interviewed Brian. I'm like, wait a second. I think I think I know those guys. You know, fellow podcasters. So it's pretty cool. So thank you. You're yeah, welcome, thanks, man. man.
1: We're stoked to have it's you all- aboard. So the next hour, we are going to discuss all things Dad and many Cabo. And we know <laughs> that today is a incredibly big day in the world of you, because you have dropped your latest single. Literally today, when we're recording this podcast, how has that whirlwind been, man? You know, being an artist nowadays, it's a struggle to begin with. For myself, it's been a
2: really, really difficult four months. Um, quite frankly, if you would have called me two months ago, I would have said no. I took three, three and a half months off because I just lost my dad to COVID December 1st. So I'm still suffering that huge void, brother, to be all honest. Um and It's almost like I've been playing catch up for those three months because, it, you know, granted, I had to mourn. I had to take a step back. I have family to take care of. There's certain priorities that start settling in. Right. But then when you finally get back to everything, you have this pile of to do's that have, you know, that have uh, since then piled and piled and piled. But uh, right now with the single, that's been full force. We're really proud of it. I have some incredible heavy hitters on there, including, you know, uh, multiple Grammy award winning engineer Earl Cohen's on there, Will Ellis from Montgomery Gentry played drums on that, Chip Martin, who's worked with the Eagles, and so many people. And of course, my co writer, Bonnie Warren, who's uh, a multiple award winning writer out of Philadelphia, who's proximate distance from here, maybe about an hour. And we're really excited. This is going to be one of those songs that uh, finally got my rock roots back. If you're into like Elton John, If you're into um, the Black Crowes, Aerosmith, and you're really going to dig this song. And it's a really powerful message, guys. Seriously, Um, I wanted to get it out there because we all deserve more love in this world. You know, speaking from a dad, my daughter's everything to me, but we all deserve more love. And you never settle. Until you find love that reciprocates what you're willing to put out there. So that's a huge message. And of course, dominantly it's catered toward women from my male side, but it's for everybody to really dissect those lyrics and respect themselves, you know, and always expect the best. That's predominantly why I did. I'm all about love and peace, brother. You know, I'm a generation X baby. So yeah, it's all about so are right. Man, you know you, what I'm
1: saying? You, you are not a man I can tell that has a lack of words. And I appreciate that, you being on the podcast. <laughs> Let me throw this out there since you brought it up. Sure. I had sure. no idea, man. Uh, I Condolences on the loss of your father. Yeah, I, I lost Sorry. mine 11 years ago. And mm. it's. It never gets easier, right? But I I talk about it and I don't know if that picks it up, but I'm just, I'm getting the chills even discussing it. I passed
0: away two years ago, so I get it, man.
1: It's, it's, it's one of those things that it never goes away. And and as fresh as it is for you, the Mm -hmm. the only solace I can give is that the pain never goes away, but it definitely numbs and somewhere down that path, it's different for everyone. It's going to shift for you into this beautiful memory you know, remembrance and everything, it, it, it'll get better. I promise you. Well, here's, here's the thing
2: again, full disclosure, because I'm really upfront about my life. You know, I don't uh, I don't have any um, hesitation. My dad was the reason why a, I became anything artistically, you know, a photographer. He's the one who put a camera in my hand. He's the one who introduced me to the drum world. He's the one who introduced me to the Beatles and the Motown sound. So It's it's really difficult because everything revolving around my industry reminds me of him. Therein lies the secret to my pain. But on a lighter note, I keep his legacy alive. And this what I'm doing, going on your podcast, talking to other dads, sharing my story so people can empathize with my pain is something that helps me continue his legacy. Because he's the one who told me, man, if you're going to do something. Then surround yourself with people better than you, that appreciate you, that can bring you up higher, but also be kind to people. It doesn't cost you anything. So that's what I'm trying to spread in my music, in my artistry. I help everyone around me because for me, a collective gain is gratifying for me. If I can help you grow your show, if it helps me grow my show, if we all win, I'm part of it. If it doesn't do anything good for no one, then I just don't waste my time. And that's always been my creed. And thanks to my dad. And that's why it's such an impetus for me to say, yes, dude, I'm going on your show. Let's have some fun because, hey, I need all the fun that I can get. I've been working yes, nice right? for 20 hours. <laughs> and to talk to two other gentlemen who've experienced what I did and are also dads, dude, this is like a no brainer. Plus, I got my bourbon. So I'm not going anywhere.
1: You yeah, buddy. <laughs> I wish I had some bourbon. Nick, quit drinking. Yeah. I, I, right. I'm taking a break. Again, we have no idea why there's no rhyme or reason to the fact we discussed it on a couple episodes ago. I went to Florida a couple weeks ago, took the lady down right. to Hollywood and, mm. uh, for St. Patrick's day and how oh, the Jameson was flowing and, uh, you know, well, Irish. maybe it's your liver
2: trying to contact you, so listen to your liver. It could you be, but I didn't,
1: I, I, before that day, I hardly drank for the few months prior, and it just wasn't as fun for me And as right. it went along. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Pff, I don't need this for now. Gonna, we're going to quit for a bit. You're, then, better, you're better off. Or I'll just drink for you. No, no please. Two or, two or three. <laughs> Unless we ever hang out in person, then, then the bourbon's flowing, baby. The bourbon's flowing. Manny, tell us about... You and your fatherhood. How many kids do you have? I, I picked up. You said you had a daughter. Is that it?
2: Yeah, I have a daughter who's 15 going on 30. You know oh how that goes? Oh, my uh, God. <laughs>
1: mine's 16 going on like 80. She's already passed oh, okay. all that. She's, okay. oh, she so knows she everything. Cured already. No, so she's so not here by get any better. means. <laughs> I,
2: I, w- I will tell you this, you know, uh, in, in all honesty, I've had some accolades. I've also had some hardships. But when you, in high inside, everything is 2020, I realized The one thing that I did right is have my kid. That's the only thing, you know, I've done a lot of things, but if you woke me up in the middle of the night and you said, Manny, what's the one thing that you don't regret at all? My daughter. And, you know, and and every day I look at her, it's a solid reminder that, you know what? I did something right. And that kind of balances out all the, uh, The cursing and the the tries and tribulations that I've had in my life, you know, because I look at her and now she into being an athlete. She just picked up a volleyball two months ago, and and she's a freshman in high school. I've been uh, an athlete all my life. Got drafted to play pro baseball the whole nine. So I've always been part of that collective unit. And I just really, I'm trying to talk quietly so she doesn't hear. I always wanted to experience that. You can tell, right? You can tell I'm a dad right now. This is like foolproof. Yeah, go, baby, go. Keep going. Right. So, and I always wanted to experience that, the world of athletes, because, you know, when you join a team, it's so different. One fails, you all fail, and you're only as strong as your weakest link. So I'm glad that finally she picked up a volleyball. She's won six games in a row. She became uh, an MVP. So I'm really, really proud of that. I can always just say, wow, me and my wife look at each other and I'm like, She's playing sports, you know. Like, and I'm yeah. like, oh, just, yeah, we're like, oh, I just want to do like a James Heffield. like, oh, you know, <laughs> Never be embarrassed <laughs> a game, you know? but it, yeah, It's a cool feeling. My daughter's an incredible uh, feeling of elation, and uh, you know, it's. I'm just trying to be a dad, and the only thing I can do is. um, serve as an inspiration. You know, you have to lead by example. I don't, I don't let her see me drink. I don't let her see me do the things that, uh, I wouldn't want her to do at least now at this age. You know, I was encouraged her every single day. I appreciate her, uh, never spanked my kid. I, I never really believed that. Although I got my ass kicked when I was young, I turned out to be okay. I think, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's a different time, you know, and especially dads and their daughters. You have to be really sensitive and learn how to talk to your daughter. Not that you shouldn't talk to your son the same way. It's all the same, but, you know, there's a special bond and a special life. You know, do you have, do you have a daughter? Or? Yeah, we,
1: I, I never asked you. We, we Nick and I, this, this topic comes up almost every episode with every guest yeah. we have. <laughs> how sure. amazingly different raising a yeah. boy to a girl. And I have both. I got two yeah. girls. I got one boy. And one of those girls is 16, going on 80. And she's entered that whole, basically, I hate you guys. Don't talk to me. Mm. I know everything. And it's difficult. And then you've got baby girl who is looking up to big sister, who still loves daddy so much, but sees the interaction (laughs) between the two. And then just just confused. Like, why is she so mad at you? I don't get it. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. You're amazing. But why is she angry? It's just, oh, baby girl, you'll get there. (laughs) Just just you (laughs) wait. You know what they say, yeah. bro. Better, better you than me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just talk to Nick, you know, and, and again, every, every episode it, the count goes up. Yeah. He's sitting at 200 kids now. Yeah. yeah. Nick, I, I gotta,
2: I gotta commend you guys. You guys are so efficient to it from the moment from the inception of our first phone call. And then you're like, Nick's going to get out to you. You reached out to me. This is kudos to you guys because you know, I totally appreciate that's people don't even read emails and you guys are following up, send me this and I'm sending you the videos. So it's been a really pleasant process. So that's no wonder why you guys are doing so well. So kudos to both you guys, you guys work really, really well together. Well, thank you.
1: That's I don't call Nick tenacious for no reason.
0: (laughs) Boy, Nick. Yeah. Big goals, man. Big goals. There you go. Oh
2: man. You, know, you know what they say? Nick is Nick is a jerk name, believe it or not. I read about it because I wanted to name my kid Nico if it was a boy. And they're like, don't name it Nick. Nick's are usually jerks.
1: Oh my so god, and it's in Brad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no offense now to any Brads up. out there, but yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I got stuck with Jeffrey. I mean, that is literally my real name, Jeffrey. And ever since that yeah, damn great. movie came out where they were smoking Jeffrey's, uh oh, <laughs> I that's why we oh, went yeah, with you're JP. done. You're done. I'm just JP you're now. For life. That is it. Yeah,
2: you're you're labeled for life. Yeah, man. But yeah, I just needed to to, to state well, that, man. So
1: I appreciate that. No, thank you, yeah, man. Thank you. you know, it's yeah. every every step we take is a step up. And and again, yeah. it, we are not into this as a hobby. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It can yeah. be a hobby, but it is. We we want we want to rule the world. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, in a good way. Yeah, and and it's my, a lot of work. Man. And oh yeah, it. <laughs> and you're it's mind, only getting running, more. I, And you know, what's funny,
2: that's why I love um, one of the rules of of being a successful podcaster. And I teach this a lot and we're on Clubhouse and doing a lot of rooms. And, you know, the best way to do it is to get on other people's podcasts, but not just everybody, you know, try to uh, be in alignment with other people's interests and something that really appeals to you. Yeah. Hey, dad, of course, you know, that's definitely going to appeal to me because I'm always learning and you will always learn as a dad. Things come up sporadically that just blow my mind. But uh, as a fellow podcaster, you know, getting the interviews, writing the scripts, emailing people, like like both of you guys, at least there's two of you. I'm trying to do everything myself and doing my releases and photographing my album cover. And try, it's just a
1: lot of work. You write scripts? Like, you write, uh, I do. I do. I write scripts. <laughs> oh, uh, one of our rules, I'm not even kidding, and, and it may change. Yeah. We fly by the seat yeah. of our pants, man. I mean, yeah. we have an idea. We yeah. know who's coming on and what that person oh, is doing. But as I'm far sorry. as... And, and I'm sorry. scripting I write, in the podcast. You're talking yeah, movie scripts. I, I write,
2: no, no. I write scripts initially because what I do is I preface each episode with tips uh, that have helped me throughout my journeys, of, whether it's songwriting, whether it's being on stage. Mm. And what I mean by script is I just write bullet points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I don't derail. So if I tell you, you know, how to be a dad, I'm going to write 10 bullet points and just feed off that list. But when we're live, live with my with my guests, it's like you guys. It's organic because then it's not believable. It's not fun, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: No, I, th- yeah, I think we so- tried the first episode or the second episode or whatever, having like a list of questions and it just, it didn't work. It was like, yeah, I know. It's not, it's I know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem real. You're right. But yeah. yeah, man, this is great. Do you live near a beach? I live about an hour away from uh, the Jersey shore. The Jersey you know?
1: shore. Yeah, exactly. uh, I was going to say, you know, the girl, 15 volleyball, you know, the Olympic sand, yeah. you know, getting taken to the beach and start practicing in the sand, man, that could be, you know, a gold medal in your future.
2: Right. I read about that today. That's you know, it's funny, but you know, great minds think alike. I'm like, you know, the little
1: light bulb goes on. Like, ding, uh-huh. like hmm. what is she good at? What can we? <laughs> what can I get proud for? Right, right, right. Exactly. It's terrible. So how but is it's true? So she was. I mean, you did the voice. What's gosh? Six years ago now. It was uh, 2005. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, right. like about
2: five yeah. years ago, and then levels two years ago.
1: All right. So your daughter is now nine, nine years old, give or take. When you are mm. rising to that level of fame. Uh, right. I mean, was was there a lot of away time? I mean, you traveling to do shows and whatnot, and like mom, or or were you there most of the time as dad? No, that was a great question. You know, I've always been there for my for my daughter. You
2: know, fortunately for me, I had the opportunity. I, I left the full-time corporate world to become a freelancer in music and photography. So while I was on The Voice, yeah, there were sporadic trips back and forth. I was gone for three, four weeks at a time. Then I would fly back. So it wasn't like I was out there for months. But although it did feel that way, because you're literally cooped up in a hotel, mm-hmm. And then you've got paparazzi flying around because everyone's looking to see who the contestants are. Then after you get four chairs, you know, you get a little bit of acclaim. Everyone's like, who's this fanny guy? And uh, it's not for them. I-, I will tell you that. My wife and my daughter are so reticent and so timid where I'm like, I need to be in every, you know, I need to be in like everybody's face, you know, right? <laughs> totally like night yeah. and day. So. But fortunately, yeah, to answer your question, I was always uh, there for them, you know, whether it was a phone call away. Now, thank God with the advent of technology and FaceTime, it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's so super it worked nice. out well. Yeah, awesome. right? It
1: and does. I, I forgot, I got to throw up my lady. Uh, she wanted to yeah. send a message to you, and it's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of way. I'm sending right. you a virtual hug from my lady to you. Oh, dude, bring Be- it, bring yeah, it. But, but there's a second part because okay. you hugged Adam Levine. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> a I'm sorry, i but I There's had to drop sad. it. Oh. <laughs> but, but here's the hug from me, bro. Hug uh, right there, if I that helps. Say, I will take it, bro. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> tell yeah, us about, about your a cool guy. Tell us about your podcast. uh Yeah, it's called Mojo for Musicians. Go ahead. I'll, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, no. I, I mean, no, since we're like,
2: I felt like there was a delay. I didn't want to jump over. That's the,
1: or, I, the uh, Zoom. It's the Zoom connection. Yeah. You I always have to like, okay, answer the question. Pause a second. <laughs> okay, go.
2: <laughs> Dude, it's so great because you only talk this way when, you talk when you're talking with other fellow pog and they, they understand the etiquette. They're like, let me talk it. They already know. They're just gonna sit back and be in silence. Like and then somebody who doesn't know, like, why are you so quiet? Right. Oh, I get it.
1: Now. And then then there's three seconds, there's a horrible pregnant pause. Oh crap, I gotta all right, let me repeat the question.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. Pregnant <laughs> pause. I love that. I gotta use that. But um yeah, my podcast is called Mojo for Musicians, and it's essentially a podcast that's catered to all the musicians, especially during these crazy times, because the music industry has sucked for 20 years. I'm sorry, I call it as I see it, it's the truth, and every musician out there will tell me the same, you know, in terms of how we make our royalties. Growing up, there were so many questions that were unanswered that I could not find the answers to until I actually got to that level. I was touring, I was writing songs, collaborating, the whole nine. So I essentially share all of my journeys with Grammy award-winning producers. My vocal coach, I just dropped my latest episode today, which is uh, Deborah Bird. She was Kelly Clarkson's coach, Daughtry's coach, uh, um, uh, David Cook's coach, uh, Jennifer Hudson's coach, and she coached me. So those journeys have a lot of juicy detail. And I share that with everybody just to help them alleviate the hardships don't do it that way because it's not going to work. Do it this way. I, I have a proven track record, and and I take their verbal accounts and share it with my listeners. That's essentially because there's nothing worse for me than seeing an amazing musician quit on their dreams because the industry dictates that they're not good enough or they become insecure or lose their, their loved ones like myself. Nonsense. That's just excuses. Uh, excuses, rather. They're limiting beliefs that we instill in ourselves. And I'm like, get over that. Get over yourselves. Get rid of the ego. Put it in your pocket. If it's something that you love, you guys love podcasting with dads. If it's something you love, then do it, bro. Life is short. My dad taught me after he died, I want to make sure that I never live that woulda, coulda, shoulda life. I don't want to live in regret. I'm doing everything. I don't care if I got to work 26 hours a day. Notice how I had two extra hours there. If I got to yes. work 26 hours a day, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to live in regret because my dad, I don't want his his passing to be in vain. And there's a lot of good that I want to do in this world. There's a lot of fun that I need to share, like with you guys right now. I live in the moment, like right now, this is the most important thing in the world for me right now, being on the dad cast. When I'm done with you guys, being with my daughter for 20 minutes, when I'm done doing and i writing a script, that that'll be important. People need to compartmentalize their lives and focus on the now, because the best way to predict your future is to get off your ass and work hard. Now that's the reality of life. Everyone wants to be famous and nobody wants to do the work,
1: you know? Yeah. And you know, with our, I'm not looking to be famous. I'm not, Mm. I mean, that's never (laughs) been the goal of this podcast. Nick might tell you otherwise, but, uh, Damn it, Nick. I'm already famous in like a forty square mile range in Southern Oregon. I've got I've had my fill of all the famous I need. If it goes from there, cool, whatever. But just spreading this message that dad, dads are important. And don't get me wrong, man, I'm not knocking moms. Moms have the like the most important job ever. Yeah. But dads, that's a pretty important job too, and it, it gets overlooked sometimes. And uh, we're trying sure. to bring that back into, into the fold. I think absolutely. Yeah. that's my goal. That's, that's what so I'm looking at. Is to more show my
0: kids that if you work your ass off, like Manny was saying, mm. you can succeed at something you love doing. You don't have to do the nine to five. You don't have to show yeah. up and punch a clock and sell appliances or whatever the hell you do. Right. You can do what you love and kick ass at it and make a living. So hopefully this does turn into making a living and doing what we love doing. And, you know, yeah. more dads and showing that it, it, it is awesome to be a dad. You know, there's, there's all these like MTV's got teen mom and it's like, man, why do they push the dads to the side? My, my wife's a huge teen mom fan. It's like really, really sad. I'm sorry, but, um, MTV, but like, that is garbage television.
1: But yeah, but why, why do they push the dads to the side on that show? And there's yeah. a few dads on there that are yeah. awesome. society. Everyone yeah. wants to see the train wreck. No one wants to see the good news these days. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. looking for the crap. And
0: Showcase to us. Let's, you know, I love my kids. JP loves his kids. You love your kid. Let's, you know, let's showcase. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, no, listen, I agree. It's societal conventions, man. They impose that on society. You know, dads get a bad rap. A lot of dads aren't there. But mm. here's the thing. You know, there's a balance. And I say this with a huge caveat because I'm a, a big female supporter i'm not talking about the nonsense and and, and all the uh you know the women's live stuff and, and the uh, uh uh the feminism there's there's a huge distortion behind that i appreciate women i believe that they're amazing leaders and if it wasn't for women guys let's be realistic we would not be sitting here so women have played an integral part right and, and men forget that shit yeah. uh, i'm sorry i didn't know if i'm supposed to curse it it's that's all right where that's okay. number one okay, oh, okay cool <laughs> that's
1: a- <laughs> He's rubbing, he's like poking me on that one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, man, it, it is, is okay. one in the first 30 okay. seconds? We are dads. We are All dads. Right. We are men. We are boys. There you go. You know, so, if a go. F... Bomb happens, and it's going to happen, man. There ain't no rules. No, you know what? I try to I try to refrain from flagrant language
2: because, a, you know, I like to communicate without it because I don't need it unless I'm really adamantly trying to make a point, And even still, I second guess it. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm a I'm a big advocate for women's empowerment, and uh, I believe that it, it's been a struggle for the female uh, for so many years, and we've made it impossible, especially in the music industry. And we talked about that in so many other rooms. But and that's one of the reasons why this song is particularly huge because I think women need to uh, appreciate and love themselves more and never settle for less, especially that's what I'm trying to teach my daughter. You don't have to depend on a guy as much as I love being a dad. I'm raising her to be independent and resourceful. um, And to understand that whole concept because yeah, dads get a bad rap. We really, really do. But when dads are good, they're not just good. They're great. You know, and that's what I love about this show. You're bringing this to the forefront. You're addressing that. Whoa, hey, hey, it takes two to tango. And the dads that do stick around are really, really important. Because listen, no, no offense, um, I, as a photographer, I was photographing the gentlemen's club scene for so many years. And I got to tell you, 90% of the, the females, they're gorgeous, but the most insecure females on the planet. Had issues with their dad. They weren't around, or they were physically abused. So I get it. But here's the thing: there are great dads, and they need to be recognized out there. Like myself, I pride myself right. being an amazing dad. You know, we really do. And I'm, I post about my daughter. I talk about my daughter. I make sure that I um, I put her on a pedestal because dads have that responsibility. First of all, parents, if you have kids. Be a parent, because so many of the issues that are happening nowadays with racism and segregation and insecurity and suicide and hate, that's on us. That's on parents. It starts at the house. And I think parents need to do a better job in terms of how they educate their kids. And this is just including the dad side, because, you know, we, we kind of are noticed and um, labeled as putting the hammer down. And there's a right way to do it. And there's a wrong way to do it. You know, we have to be political about how aggressive we are with this is the way you need to do things. I'm, I'm all for an open lines of communication, especially if dads have daughters you need to be a little oh, bit yeah. more sensitive to that side, talking to your kid and be like, yo, knucklehead, what are you doing? You suck. You suck. You got to start working on your dribbling. You can't talk like that to a girl sometimes, you know, and I've realized that because of my own experiences, you know, <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir, uh, So there is a sense of proper delivery and that goes with every sector of life, not just your kids, but specifically from a dad standpoint. And that's
1: something you need. It's a constant learning and it's a battle. I I uh, can give an example of that. I'm not going to give the example. I'm just saying I could. (laughs) Give the example because <laughs> that's going to make JP Papa look pretty poor. But yeah, dude, you know, I'm reading. I'm, I'm reading between the lines. I get. It is, yeah, I, I said something that I whole wholeheartedly thought was advice and and good. But oh boy, that delivery needed some work. So mm-hmm. it, and and then she was pissed off, and that was the end of the day. And and. You know, you crawling back with your head between your, your legs. No, because it, it's the stubborn Irishman in me. You know, I still fought it. No, I was right until I wasn't. Yeah. You know, and yeah, then yeah, that's exactly. when we finally came to terms. I'm sorry. I apologized. You know, I, I, I'll i work on that. But yeah, 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 yeah. Give yeah. and take, it's, baby. Give and take. It's a consistent learning battle. And hopefully when the next one gets around to 16 years old, I have learned from said mistakes and so so we hope so right yeah right (laughs) manny okay i'm gonna do something that i've never done or attempted in a podcast before yes i love it can you email me literally right now your new track oh this is great is that is that something you can do or you know what you probably already have it in your roadcaster throw it on one of those buttons and let's play that some bitch
2: isn't that great isn't that great when you do the roadcaster it's like you can just put it in this right
1: I mean, because I. Can, it great? if you email it to me, I'll have it on here in 30 seconds. But if you've already got it, I don't know. I think the quality will be a little bit better if it comes on my end. But As a is, matter that something, of fact, is that something you're willing to do dude, for you guys? Yeah. For my fellow dads in the house? Are you insane? That's like a no brainer. Because I'd like to listen to it right now with you. Right, do me a
2: favor. Get out of the scene, Nick. It's just this is me and you. You're the tech guy. How do I email this to you, man?
1: OK, <laughs> send it to J.P. K P at pirate radio.com. That's P Y R A T E radio.
2: Oh, okay. There. Oh,
1: being fancy over here, making my life difficult. It's it's pirate. It's the old English spelling pirate radio.com pirate radio.com. Now, now there's a
2: catch Beautiful. here. Not only are we yes. going to
1: listen to it together for the first time on podcast, I'm also going to okay. put it in the rotation on my radio station, Pirate Radio. Look at this. I'm I'm humble. I'm humble. Now now it's a definite. I I haven't even heard it yet. I haven't even heard it yet, but I'm that confident. I listened to it this morning. It's freaking amazing. It's really good. I just sent it
2: to you, and uh, yeah, we're really, really proud of it. Not because I'm a co-writer on it, but Again, and I'll allude to what I said earlier before about my dad, if I'm going to do something, I make sure that I put my heart and soul, not taking anything away from other artists, but I don't rely on production to make a song great. It's all about the story. It's all about the lyrical content. I'm in that vocal booth. I can't tell you guys. Full transparency. Again, I can't tell you how many times I had to step out bawling in tears and crying because every time I I sing a certain line, it reminds me of my dad. It sucks guys. And I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. but you know what? At the same time, it brings out some great performances. You know, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of anger in this song when you hear it and it's, it's the message I'm actually, when I'm singing it, I'm singing it to the world and I'm singing it to everyone out there to, to take a step back and be like, Whoa, wait a second. Am I about to make a huge mistake? And I'm just basically being your conscious, you know, that deterrent to hopefully help everyone see that they're worth more and they just they basically deserve more. Yeah, I just sent it to you guys, so hopefully yeah, you'll get. I, I, I,
1: I want to go ahead and and put Yahoo on notice. How dare you put Manny in a spam folder? <laughs> oh dear, oh, <laughs> that's like putting no. baby in a corner. You don't do that. Oh. Hey. So anyway, right, I, I'm right. downloading it right now. You two do yeah, your yeah. thing. I don't even see what I see. You right. Okay. Here we go. Worst bad decision. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. We're getting real close. Oh, it's getting man, real it, close. It's
0: good. I even shared it on the, uh, shared it on the,
2: my, I think it went on my personal
0: page this morning,
2: but yeah, Thank it's you. just, uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate that guys. You know, every little bit, I'm, I'm grateful for any other, um, assistance that I can get from a social media standpoint. As long as people are sharing it and they're liking it. You know, I don't want people to share it. If they're just going to share it. If you listen to the song, you're like, love it. And you believe it, then share it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm one of those guys, but I don't like it. I won't share it. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I
2: am too. I, I, I hate to tell you, I, there's a certain etiquette about it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to put my name on it. If it, if it doesn't uphold the standards of what I'm used to, it is what it is. People need to hear that truth. It's like, Giving a trophy to a kid who's in tenth place for participation—that doesn't roll with me, bro. Your kid sucks. It sucks, and he needs to work on it. That's basically yeah. what you're supposed to tell your kid. That exactly. life doesn't work that way, man.
0: No, and I think those participation trophies are creating a terrible society.
2: Bunch of ladies—they really, really are. Yeah. yeah. 'Cause we're we're endorsing mediocrity is the problem. And you can't do that because they're in for a rude awakening and a harsh reality when they when they delve into the real world, you know, when they start being, bro, you suck. What are you talking about? You're not good at all. Then their heart gets broken, then they need therapy, then they need on medication. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Back <laughs> in the day, we faced reality, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And we we bet the crap out of each other in the parking lot because we had a problem with somebody. We pick up and we become best friends for the rest of our lives. And the story nowadays, everyone needs therapy. I'm like, come on, what's going on here, dude? Right. I don't know. I, I just have mixed views about everything, and I see what's going on. It, it really, really bothers me. You know, it, it,
0: it, it really truly bothers me. me. The, you know, growing up in the '90s, seeing yeah. the your parents teach you hard work, you know, yeah. just teach you kick ass, do, do the right thing, work your ass right. Up. right. go watch my kids in school now, and their coach is like, oh, hey, good job, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. It's like, yeah. I'm
2: He's he's not doing the right thing. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you're only you're actually doing a disservice to the yeah. kid if you're telling him that. Because you're yeah. you're blatantly lying to that kid. Right, right.
0: Or you know, multiple chances. Like my my one I have one kid is 13 and he's you know, he's just he kind of screws around too much and doesn't yeah. get the best grades, but his teacher is constantly like, oh, go ahead and take that test 25 times. It's cool. Yeah, Eventually, no. you'll get close enough to passing.
2: <laughs> Come on, just fail. Oh, God, well, I wish I had that teaching when I was growing up. Right you know me, I, I had nuns that are ripping my face off. I thought my name was Jesus Christ after
1: the first year. You know, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Oh, hold on. There you go. That deserves it. A... There we go. <laughs> All right, we're about 10 percent away, gentlemen. I'm just saying, nice. All right, nice. so hey. I'm gonna yeah. pull up the the dad. We haven't done a dad joke yet. Oh we no, this. we don't need to do a jet. Ja- okay, oh. okay, we can't. We can't. My, my daughter sorry. got
0: this for Christmas. We got to do this. I promised her.
1: Oh, okay. So, so but I'm- but for the record, let me tell tell a quick story before you do it. Uh, so oh, yeah. so if Manny goes back and looks at any of our old episodes, and he sees when we talk about the fact, <laughs> we whip out the dad jokes when we start losing our guests. OK, we ain't losing you, brother. We this this is and, and this is a and this isn't a uh, trying to fill time segment either. <laughs> so I, I've said on the show many times that when we whip out that that book, that's what's happening. Not the case. All right. I've said my piece. Nick, do I, your thing.
2: Are uh,
1: so, lucky? Okay. I love dad jokes, man. Oh, so oh, oh but, love, but, but let's be warned.
0: But we're going to get to this one
1: after I say right. the dad
0: joke. We'll tell you why we're going to write our own dad joke book. All right, sounds good. Sounds okay.
1: good. This book, we'll see. <laughs> so, are, are we on uh, April thirteenth? April thirteenth.
0: All right, here we go. Here we go. My gram always supports my photography. Whenever I need something, boom, she's right there. I love my Instagram. Oh,
1: actually, that was actually pretty funny. okay. <laughs> okay. That, that, was, that was actually not bad. That That is yeah. the best one so far. Now, see, that's every other bad. joke that's been in this book um, has been cringeworthy. And we, we have considered writing a letter to these authors and telling them to find something better to do with their lives because this is yeah. not it. Uh, but that was got participation. Reviews, it was
2: photography <laughs> related. So, hey, you know, I, I'm indoors.
1: Right. Exactly. It really right. worked out yeah. today. So good yeah, job. It did. It was meant to be. Good okay. Job. So ready? All right. <laughs> nope. Let me see if this is working. Okay, good. There is something there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there is. All right. So it, it transferred. Uh what do we got here? We're at 41 minutes. We got plenty of time. Um, would you like to hype up this song once again, even though you have earlier in the podcast? Yeah. Worst bad decision, Manny Cabo, dropping today, April thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Tell us about the song and then we are gonna listen to it live with you
2: awesome yeah this song first of all thank you for playing it and this song is essentially a powerful message Uh, I sang it from the standpoint of a male to a female but this applies to everybody you know think of me as the conscience in this song deterring you from making that huge and toxic mistake that so many relationships delve into uh, basically settling for somebody who's not going to reciprocate somebody who's just using you somebody who's not going to uplift you to that next level that next tier of motivation essentially the person that you need to be with uh, uh, um, in no regards so worst bad decision is essentially that it's a blatant title just don't make the biggest mistake of your life Because sometimes these mistakes are hard to walk
1: away from that's essentially what the message says we all deserve more love so don't ever settle alright here we go worst bad decision Matty Cabo all he
2: does it's hard to believe he's the kind of guy who just takes and takes and takes. Then you live with heartbreak. Come the morning, you're gonna hate him. That's who he is. And you can't change him. He's a rolling stone on a mission. You don't need his life. Because loving in the night could be your worst bad decision. Bad Decision. decision. First words will say to you, you might buy and think he's cute. He'll want to take you home. and Just try and try and try. Only one thing's on his mind. Wake up with the moaning shame. Then it hits you in the face. He's a rolling stone on a mission. You don't need his life. Tonight Tonight. could be your worst bad decision. Bad decision.
1: Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, a little, a little Queen and
2: Aerosmith at the end. Man, it's really influenced by those bands.
1: You know what? Then. So I, I didn't relate to you what I. So I've worked in radio for the last twenty years of my life, right? Um, right, right. You know, on mostly rock stations, classic rock, alternative rock. So but in every one of the builders I worked at, there was a top 40 station. Yeah. Here is my initial as a program director, DJ guy who gets in new music all the time. That song, if it isn't a hit, I don't know what the hell is 2 <laughs> I'll take it. I, I really feel that that it, 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 transcends multiple genres it that can be on a top 40 station that can be an alternative rock station it can be on a rock station i'm not sure you're gonna make country but you know that is it's really really good is what i'm getting at and oh thanks thank oh, you thank Mandy. You. that thank is you. that I'll is take, good stuff I'll take
2: it I'll take it. Yeah, and, it was a lot
1: of fun creating it, man. And 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 I and I really regretted right when I said I was going to put it in rotation before hearing it, but I didn't want to say that on the podcast out loud after I said it. <laughs> but now that I've heard it, whew, I'm all good, baby. I'm going to put that some bitch in rotation and <laughs> awesome. awesome. It's, it's going to play, and I'm going to forget about. It and I'll probably pay for a couple of years until I decide to redo the set list on there.
2: That's awesome, man. I'm glad you guys dug it. That's the only thing that I can get out of all this. That's uh, you know, and again, it, I created it. And my job as a creator is just to create stuff and let the world decide it. I don't care what people feel about it or if they like it or not. I just want to create something that's true to me, man. Just expose it to the world. Absolutely. It helps.
1: But it certainly doesn't hurt when it's good right right it does. okay i hear you take hear it you. take the accolades man take it <laughs> i will take it brother thank you how does you don't have to twi- you not have to twist my right. arm bro how does the daughter feel does she does she realize that daddy's a rock star or is it just daddy's a normal guy who has a cool job how's that you
2: know it's funny man she is so um I don't know, man. That's, a, that's an amazing question. And it's difficult because sometimes I'll be sitting there with my wife. I'm like, does she even know like what I do? And she's like, yeah, you know, she knows you sing a little bit. <laughs> sense, you know, She thinks a little bit. I guess because she's afraid that I don't want to pull her into this world because she's afraid that I'm going to put her on camera or put her on a podcast, put right. her in the vocal booth. So she kind of like evades the conversation. But I think deep down inside, I know she's proud. Uh, it, it's probably not her thing, you know, because she's more into the, uh, uh, the medicinal side of the world. She wants to be a doctor or, or and veterinarian. She wants to help people. But right now she's in that girl phase where, yeah, daddy doesn't matter. I don't care how big he is. As long as he keeps paying for my volleyball classes, that's right. the stage that she's in. And, at, you and know. my
1: cell phone bill. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. Um, but I think she is fully aware of what I do and she appreciates, you know, uh, the hardships that I've gone through and the amount of work is when she comes downstairs, cause obviously um, my kids is homeschooled and my, and my wife does all the homeschooling from here as well. So they see me when I'm at the table or I'm down here and I'm fully invested in the time. And, uh, she gets it though. She really gets it. And that's why she um she doesn't approach me as much as I I I would like her to, but I completely get it
1: and I don't right. take Cumbridge to her distance. Yeah. Man. Well give her time, man. It'll be it'll yeah. be happening soon. We're we're talking yeah. with story Warren a couple of weeks ago uh, about he's got two sons. And his one mm. son doesn't, you know, whatever, doesn't give a crap. He's like, just feed me and I'll live here forever. The other yeah, son, though, yeah, yeah. no, is in college and he hasn't used his dad's celebrity at for him but his friends his son's friends are starting to use it so he'll come out and be like man. dad can, you know my friends want a ticket so he's using it that way so sure. there's still time Makes Manny sense. there's still time she's yeah. only a freshman well, her friends always inquire more than
2: she does and she's like oh, it's just my dad please you know right right she does she kind of take it uh, I don't know if she gets annoyed, but she's like, all right, guys, because then she starts thinking, well, maybe my friends are using me for that. And I'm like, no, don't even mention that Daddy's a singer. They know what, you know, I used to go to her grammar school and we had rallies and I was there for their summits and all the teachers were like, hey, this is your dad. And she's like, oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the way it was, you know. Um, but then again, my my niece, Lydia, totally the opposite. She brags about me. She wants to go into acting, wants to go into music. Dad, you know, Uncle Manny, when can I go into your vocal booth? So it depends on the the um, I don't know. It depends on the personality of the child, you know, and I'm cool with that. It doesn't matter if she doesn't like it. as long as she does something that she's happy with. I'm good with that. As long as she's quite frankly, I don't want to go into the entertainment. Industry. Oh, I understand that, that. <laughs> you know, so that I don't want her. um regretting anything but you know all kidding aside of course i just want her to be happy
1: hey heart surgeon veterinarian gold medal gold medalist volleyball player that works pretty god darn well that's a real rock star that's a real rock star dude i hold a microphone and just you know sing. you mentioned (laughs) earlier that you are you uh almost went into professional baseball yeah who's 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 your mlb team man and this uh, this is my cringeworthy question cringeworthy it's cringeworthy because it all depends on the answer
2: well, my dad raised me as a Yankee fan. It is what it is, but I appreciate baseball. You know, I don't I have a problem baseball. with that.
1: I don't. Oh, okay, I'm oh, not okay. a Red Sox okay. fan. <laughs> I'm a Dodger fan. So, you know, if I grew up in the 40s and 50s and it was Brooklyn, yeah. we might have yeah. problems. But no, you know, that's Listen, Brooklyn was a big deal back in the day. You know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn or, or Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. You know, in there. Hey, well, oh, no. you know, you heard it here first. April 13th. Yankees Dodgers is the World Series this year. Yeah, that's a I safe so. bet. I, that is a safe bet. I, uh, it's a scary
2: thing, man. I always get disappointed. You know, it's like that scene in Fever Pitch with the you know, the grandfather's in the car with you, and he's like, and he's looking through the book, and the grandpa's like, "Listen, kid, be careful. They'll break your heart." <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, Every I know year, how it my is. Heart.
1: My my heart yeah. finally didn't break last year, and there's a stupid Astros gone this season.
2: Congratulations, you crushed it, man! And uh, anything but the Astros. I I hate cheaters. I Heck, don't like there cheaters. you
1: go. There's a, I don't care how you do. We, we can agree, agree on
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't don't First of all, come on, bro. You know how many kids you're influencing. Seriously, yeah. I just it just boggles me. You're making that much money. First of all, baseball and sports and music is supposed to be fun. If you got to cheat to have fun, dude, you shouldn't even be playing. I'm sorry, man. With all the money that you're making and the, and the and the facilities and it just it's not congruent to my way of thinking. It's not congruent at all. It's really not. I I, I loathe that. I really really do. It's a big
1: big pet peeve. Don't like yeah. cheaters. I, I would agree 100, percent and don't ever yeah, be sorry for yeah. making that statement. No, Nick's not the hugest uh, sports guy, though, are you? Uh, Nick, oh, smart. Oh, I'm a Giants fan. So I mean,
0: uh, I, I spent my summers in San Francisco with my grandparents. So my know, family's San
1: from San Francisco, <laughs> and I'm not a Giants
0: fan. I don't even know how that works. Uh, uh, see, I'm. a well, Giants. That's you
2: know. That's those are my teams. I uh, I know about losing. I'm uh, well. Look at me. You mm-hmm. know, tattoos.
1: Nails painted. I'm a Raiders fan. I can't root for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raider you know, baby. You're, you're, oh, you're a member of the nation. I wish really? I had known this me? right off the bat. Was, you and I are now I was, best friends. I'm <laughs> inviting you. Still, I got tickets. Kansas City, uh, Oakland, in Vegas. They're letting uh, oh, everyone in. Me, bro. I might have to me? send
2: you an invite. I still got my Todd Christian uh, uh, shirt. Are you oh, kidding rest me? in the, peace. The Plunket days. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, man. So
1: I was at the game it, where Bo Jackson was injured with my dad. Wow. Yeah, man. So so you, you're there. You know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Plunket days, baby. Yeah, the oh. really days. The days that we would cliff winning. branch yeah, yeah. freaking yeah. oh man marcus, marcus allen, allen was my yeah boom. anyway i don't to oh start, start crying uh, we're gonna I go another hour now <laughs> just talking to raiders so if you can use your influence in any form or fashion i actually mentioned this to our manager last yeah. night yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i need Derek carr on this show that man is Ooh. such a role model an okay. amazing father I I, yeah. I, I I keep reaching out. I send him tweets. I send him Facebook messages. I, I, I'm i starting to kind of look like I'm begging. And uh, I just want a him to psycho. realize. We're a we're yeah, a yeah and We're definitely not a psycho. <laughs> well, when it comes to being in the stands on Sunday and you hear screaming from the house, yeah, right. maybe. But I just really, you know, he's one of those. That's one of my unicorns that, you know, that I want to get well, on this show. Well, you know show.
2: what? You got you to gotta manifest it, brother. You got to think yep. that you're definitely going to get up. Oh, it. Oh, it's going to happen. I mean. Yeah, of course it is. I've already so met him notice. multiple
1: times. My son looks up to him. I got, oh man, I had a like VIP media training camp for the last six years. Last year is the first yeah. year where I couldn't get to go because of COVID. And my son, yeah. I have pictures of him in multiple years growing up uh, with Derek Carr over the past few years. Oh, and oh, and i awesome. documented on video. It's just, oh, it's, that's one of those proud daddy moments. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he didn't realize when he was four, what was happening, but at seven and eight, he's like, Oh dad, this is really cool. That's Derek wow. Carr and the rest of the team. But you know, he was all about Derek Carr, but okay. Enough Raider. Of course. Talk. That's no, no,
2: no, you get this. And my friend Megan, she was on season six of the voice. We're like best friends. She's like, Oh yeah. The stadium dropped the street. I'm going to sing the national anthem. I'm like, Oh, what? You know, so she's like, yeah, when you come down here and visit, I'm supposed to go down there sometime in May. So, you know, I'm just at least going to touch the stadium with my hand. You know, no one's really been in
1: it yet. And thankfully, this season, they're talking like they know they're I even heard a rumor that's going to fill it up 100 percent this year. But I hope
2: so, man. We need some normalcy back. I'm tired of being here, although it's been it's been a productive year. But, you know, I need a little bit of normalcy. You
1: know, I need I need. Speaking of which, beautiful segue. I talk with my hands a lot. Can you tell? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, are you touring? Are you putting on any shows? Is there anything in the future for uh, a Manny Cabo show?
2: Yeah, man, I've got uh, uh, The Cutting Room. We're doing a live performance here in New York City. I've got a couple of live performances, some private performances. So we're still waiting to get confirmation on those. But as of right now, for the fall, I'll be touring with the Wizards of Winter. Um, so I'm really excited about it. It's like 13 dates, you know, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. But, you know, knock on wood, that's why we really need to get back to normal. Yeah. Because we musicians, uh, I'm not I'm not happy unless I'm on stage. So we got to get back. Got to get
1: back. Mm, I look forward to it. I hope there's a West coast one or heck, we'll meet up in Vegas during football season. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh,
2: that, that would be amazing. Oh,
1: and, and so the podcast
0: on the road during football season is what you're saying.
1: Um No, we yeah, just need to post up in Vegas, September through December. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we need to, we need to do a, a dad cast right from the actual parking lot with our Raider, Jerry, a oh, Darth Vader mask, a
1: roadcaster. Manny, no! you know, I think we can I mean? manifest right, that right? better. We put a table <laughs> yeah. on the 50 frigging yard line inside. There you
2: go. There you go. <laughs> yep. You know they'll just let us do it. They're like those guys are crazy. We're just going to let them because they're going to fit right in. You yeah, know the radiation right? and the, bl- <laughs> the
1: black hole needs people. They need more people like this. Ten, ten <laughs> minutes later, we're on the news. But uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, your friends are Brian and right. So I mean, that would be a good little reunion. Vegas, see you guys yeah. together. I mean, yeah, oh, definitely. And before we definitely. run out of time, I, I know you're gonna, The answer is going to be yes to this already. I sure. I'm assuming. But uh, we've planted the seed with a couple previous guests. I'd like to plant the seed with you as well. If you yeah. have time, of course, um, I want to do a very quick, probably 20, 30 minute episode for Father's Day special edition. I'm going to bring all, I'm going to bring back all my guests. We're going to have like 35 boxes on this screen and we're just going to wish happy father's day to each other and to all the dads out there. And I would be honored if you would take a part in that.
2: Ah, dude, I would love that. That would be amazing. I'd be honored to be on here. Of course. Spread the love, man. Spread the love. I'm in.
1: Yeah. All right. That's three. No, now <laughs> I've and I've Everyone only. said no, but, that's but I. Three. But I've only asked two. So figure that one out. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. There's going to be a lot don't more. Count, you guys don't. No, count. no, no. We don't count. <laughs> Nick, you got anything, brother? Before I, uh, we got to say goodbye to Mr. Cabo.
0: Um adam levine let's 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 uh, circle back to adam levine
1: i knew it i knew you (laughs) were gonna nick's a big fan i've got a
0: weird let me me guess he's married
2: too he's married too is that what it is is his advice his wife is talking to him is that what it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i I think i like adam levine more than my wife which is
1: really sad (laughs) whoa danielle did you hear that yeah Uh, she'll hear it later (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll get my couch ready nick Yes. that's great thank you <laughs> that's great so, so wow. what about adam Levine, nick yeah yeah
0: so you know you know him hit him up hey the dads want to talk to you oh
2: you are doing the name oh. drop
1: portion uh, of the yeah. show the
2: name dropping I, I got no problems with name drop listen if i could help any show believe me uh i you know i could reach out by all means you know it, it's funny but it doesn't matter how successful you are on these shows. You could win it because, you know, I, I'm good friends with um, the winner of our season. And uh, he's doing very, very well. But you lose ties with these coaches because everything is hyped up for TV. You got to remember that when we're on the show, you know, they're doing their own thing. They're writing their endorsement oh, yeah. checks and all that stuff. But when we're there, you know, it's all about us. It's engaging with the uh, the contestants. Which is, you know, that's the way it should be, you know, but aside any relationships on the exterior side of the voice, that doesn't usually happen unless, of course, I'm, I'm making zillions, you know, with my own individual career. So, but I will be more than happy to reach out and be like, I got a great friend of mine um, who would love to have you on the show. You, you never know. You got to ask. What's the worst That's exactly that's you know. That. tenacious,
1: yeah. Nick, tenacious, Nick. I'm sorry. I have a confession to make. I, I don't. Yeah, man. I only recently saw your voice, you know, you, I actually saw your pinned post on Facebook and that's when I went, Yeah. oh my gosh, this yeah. guy's amazing. <laughs> I don't, I, I just, I, I never really watched the show. Who is your coach? I didn't watch it either. Don't worry about it, man. It's all good. Who, I didn't watch it when I was on there. Who, well, you were on it, man. Who was your coach? <laughs> Adam Levine. And so it was Adam Levine. Okay. That's yeah, I didn't it was know. Adam. See, my lady did more research on it this yeah. morning. She's yeah, like, yeah, Adam yeah. Levine, you got to talk to us. Wh- wh- what's your wife's name? Her name is Jen.
2: Jen, thank you so much for supporting the Manny Cabo Manny Pack.
1: Appreciate it. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> All right. And that pretty much does it for our time today on Dadcast. I want to thank, of course, my co-host, Nick Martin, for saying a lot more today than normal. I appreciate that, Nick. <laughs> That's great. It's it's, welcome, a running, it's a running, it's a running stick. If I don't give Nick Crap at least seventy five percent of the show, I'm not doing my job right. It's our thing. That's right? Right. And, and of course, <laughs> um what? I really, truly, personally feel you, as a guest on this episode, was by far one of the best, if not the best guest we've had on this episode yet, oh, man. Oh, dude, you, you, Thank you, man. You, 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 insightful, you, your participation. Man, when I don't have to talk much, it makes my day so much better. So thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, you're you welcome,
2: you. brother. Um, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, man. And Seriously, all- here's, a, here's, a, here's an excellent one for you. Ready? So then you know what you really need. And I don't know where I'm going, but I should sure know where I've been. Hanging on the promises with the songs of yesterday. And I made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. But here
1: I go again. There it is. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for the end, though, where he goes up. <laughs> here I, yeah, t- I go. There you go. There it is. Everyone, <laughs> Manny Cabo, super dad and Rockstar. Thanks. Thank you very Thanks much. Brother. And of course, as always, we end the show with a, Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to dad We'll see you all next week. Thank you, Manny. Take Thanks. care guys. Much love and peace. This episode has been brought to you by our amazing sponsors, anchor Valley, wine, boneyard elixir, Red Robin, America's Gourmet Burgers and Spirits, Happy Dragon, Mongolian Barbecue, Chris Barnett of Barnett Group at Realty Executives, and JL Insurance.